and welcome in. It is hump day. You know, I woke up at, uh, well, it was really early yesterday morning, and I didn't go to bed until quite a bit later than I probably should have, considering the amount of sleep that I got. But, Dad, gum, did I get a lot of stuff done? Hope you are too. You know, when you office at home anyway, it's like you just get up and go do your day. So listen, I've got a word. Yesterday we left off with that we were going to come back today and visit the stellium in Taurus. That's the sun, Uranus, and Mercury. Now, I said that I would put a word together because, okay, so here's the background of this. One of the reasons I got into astrology was to figure out my own three-planet stellium. I have the sun, Mars, and Neptune all at six degrees in Scorpio. Six, six, six. (laughs) I didn't learn that until way up into, I had been studying astrology, and then finally you really pay attention to the degrees, and I'm looking at it one day, and I'm just, my eyes just land on those three sixes together. And having been raised in a fairly fundamental Christian family, I just, and that I was born about three and a half hours before Halloween, was like, boy, if my mom had known that that 666 was in there. But as I learned what a stellium was all about, I realized that basically the three planets merge into one. And especially when they're that tight, I mean, it is like totally one. The stellium that we have right now will have its moments, but it won't be that much of a supernova. But when you have that, I mean, it is totally like a unified black hole, and you just have to take all of the components and merge them together. So I got playful with it, and I call it my Marsentune. Mars, Sun, Neptune. Marsentune. So when Majana gets on me for being too Marsy, I just say, yeah, it's my Marsentune, and we laugh, and then we don't. So here's what the word that I came up with for this. How about, okay, and and I realized I was having to laugh because, you know, whenever you're trying to come up with a name and the planet Uranus is involved, it always goes south. So I figured, how about, you know, really it kind of fits the same thing that I did. So how about Mercenus? We call it the Mercenus Stellium, Mercury, Sun, Uranus. And that really kind of fits because Mercury is going to pretty quickly transit right on across Uranus. In fact, that happens. Quick date check here. 11.41 p.m. tomorrow. 11.41 p.m. tomorrow, Mercury is conjunct Uranus. And then it's conjunct the sun on Monday. So this does happen quickly. Then it will be the Uranus-Sun-Curie. <laughs> we'll figure something out. You get the idea, though. So what are these blended energies, especially as we're concentrating on it, really between Game On now and Monday? And there really are so many blends in here that it's, it's quite amazing. Because let's just start with Mercury. Let's start with our namesake. So Mercury rules communication, education transportation, travel, and as Steve Forrest says in the Book of Air, which is currently in the audiobook oven, it's rules listening. Because what's the real manifestation of communication? It's good listening. 
more than good talking. So we merge that with Uranus's surprises. You know, the, I think of a jack-in-the-box, one of those <laughs> If you're in one of those, yo, those teenage movies, you know, back when you were in high school or, you know, watching that kind of thing and the kids ran around the corner and there's this box and and the thing comes out. That's Uranus. That was his name was Uranus. You thought it was Jack. It was Uranus. When you got scared to death, you probably called him. Well, and so Uranus is like that. It's the shock surprise just for the sake of boo, you know, and stuff that you just. It's it's those things that happen out of left field. Also rules technology. That's very important. And then, of course, the sun. And that's the radiant outcropping or outpouring of this energy, if you will. It is the bright spot. But it's not just solar energy. It's not just otherwise life shining out. It's life with a little weird access to it, maybe highly involved with technology. I wouldn't be surprised if something gets traced back, at least, to this transit uh, that involves some kind of technological advancement or surprise. And it doesn't necessarily have to be one that is widely known. It just might be one of those things that, after it's all said and done, it gets traced back to now. You go, wait a minute, when was that? Was that during that big stellium? The Mercenus stellium? And also, having lived a few laps around the sun with, a no, with my own three-planet stellium, I know that sometimes one of the three planets kind of runs ahead of the other two. And that could happen, too. Maybe something about shining out. Maybe something really radiant and brilliant happens during this time. Or maybe something weird. Or maybe it's about stepped-up communication. Something travel-related, maybe, I don't know. You know, these are just the areas. So you kind of have to blend all of those and then watch with a watchful eye. I was talking to a couple of people, actually, yesterday about this, and the astrology came up, and the conversation always is, well, what's going to happen? Well, you know, I don't take uh, that perspective because I really think that we can look at the energy of the sky, and then 50% is up to you and me. In this case, collective consciousness. But how a chart fits our own life definitely is up to us halfway. Now, another thing you can do to really bring this home and drill it down is find Taurus in your own chart and then look around and see what you have. Because any planets in Taurus are basically going to be conjuncted by this stellium probably during this three-week period. So anything there... Look out two signs to the left, two signs to the right. So you're looking in Cancer and Pisces. Those are sextiles, favorable energy. I say favorable. Stephen Forrest says, don't call it favorable. Easy energy. Easy energy. <laughs> All right, look at the one next to it. That's Aquarius and Leo. You got any planets there? Squares, hard energy. Go next door to that. Now we're over at Virgo and Capricorn. Those are trines. Easy again. And then look at the opposite. That's Scorpio. And that could be tension or it could be friction as a complement. So that's a pretty good walk around the chart and how you can take what we're talking about here and just realize that you've got a supernova sitting in Taurus. And, and hit replay on this and go back and listen to that again and look at how that's going to affect areas of your own life. 
great way to learn astrology. All right. Have a good day. We'll see you again tomorrow. Take care. Bye-bye.